power. Our LSU. Boom! All night long. Yes. Let's freaking go! Uh, oh. We have a full coaching staff for your 2024 LSU Tigers. Slade Nagel will more than likely be the tight ends coach for the LSU Tigers next season. And your offensive staff will look like this. Joe Sloan as your offensive coordinator, along with obviously Cortez Hankton as the offensive coordinator, and them serving the quarterback and wide receivers, respectively. Frank Wilson, the recruiting coordinator, along with being the running back coach. And then, of course, Slade Nagel being the tight ends coach. Brad Davis, the offensive line coach. So, that's great. Tulane loses a really nice coach who had been there for eight seasons. So, this is a guy who knows the state of Louisiana, and he also spent a solo season with the LSU Tigers back in 2009. So really excited about that. Obviously, in our Discord, someone uh, who knows him shared some pretty interesting information. So go to Power Hour LSU. Join our Discord, patreon.com slash LSU football. I'm going to talk a lot about Slade Nagel tonight and what I have learned. Obviously, he's also coached at McNeese State uh, for three seasons. So, I mean, this guy's Louisiana through and through, and some field down the road, he will be a play caller. So, obviously, probably not at LSU, but he is really talented, so I'm really excited about that. Now, what I want to discuss at the beginning of this show is the breaking news that just happened in the last 30 minutes. It is the biggest story in the NFL as Jim Harbaugh has left the Michigan Wolverines and he is now the new football coach for the Los Angeles Chargers. So he will be obviously uh, a coach of Justin Herbert, obviously a loaded division with Andy Reid and Sean Payton, two Hall of Fame coaches, Antonio Pierce mixed in there as well. So that's a loaded division. Good luck to Jim. But the focus will be these Brian Kelly, Michigan rumors. I will be totally floored if Brian Kelly is the next head coach of Michigan. Floored. I still don't understand how it would make sense for Brian Kelly to jump ship from LSU with the recruiting classes that are in the pipeline for LSU. I mean, we've got a chance to see LSU pull off back-to-back top three recruiting classes without 2025 and 2026 shape up. Um, The coaching staff he just built here, getting a really talented defensive coordinator, getting a really talented defensive line coach, and spending when those two guys were very coveted at their current jobs, getting Corey Raymond back to LSU, Doing all this work to rebuild the staff, bring back your OC, um, all this stuff just to pack your bags and go back to the Midwest, even if it is your dream job. And 
like we stated last night, how shocking it was that we are with another coach having to deal with Michigan rumors. The fact that this is even an idea to me is perplexing. Okay. Now, obviously, this is something that I do not want to happen. So, as an LSU fan, you could see uh, why I wouldn't want this to happen. You guys don't want this to happen, but it logically makes no sense. And it makes even less sense from the Michigan side of things, right? Sure, Brian Kelly is an elite all time great coach, but this was a very plague program with multiple controversies and the guy who stepped in and was the acting head coach of this uh, shipwreck during the middle of the season was Sharon Moore. Okay. Um, The offensive line coach who, by the way, didn't lose a game, didn't really have any bad coaching gaffes during the game. This would be un-freaking-believably shocking that he would not be the guy next season. So I believe that Sharon Moore will be the head coach of Michigan and all of this will be put to bed. Now, why doesn't Brian Kelly come out and say anything about this? Well, what is there to say? These are just rumors that two media members shared. And look, they could be right. And I could be made to look like an idiot. But I just don't think that that would happen. I just don't think it. I think Michigan is going to hire the guy that is already in the building who was a piece of the national championship team. It's a very simple thing. Now, there's many ways you can connect Michigan to Brian Kelly with the Midwest thing. And obviously, uh, the AD of Michigan is a Louisiana guy, Ward Manuel. There's so many different ways you can point to Brian Kelly potentially being connected to Michigan. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. I know that's not proper grammar, but it ain't happening. Okay? I just don't see it. I just don't. Okay? Now, Pegasus makes a good point. What if Sharon Moore leaves Michigan? Then it changes a lot. It does. Okay? But I just don't know if Brian Kelly would even still do that. I just don't know. Like, you are in a better spot than what you would be at Michigan. Doesn't make any sense to me. Does not make any sense. So, as we always do Wednesday nights at 6 p.m. Central, we go live for our early nighters, people that have to go to bed early. I understand that there's other LSU activities going on. So um, I'm pretty sure we'll go our full hour like we normally do. I know a lot of us uh, are interested in the LSU basketball game uh, right now, but I decided to went on ahead and, and, and go live at our normal time because we are switching our time for tomorrow. LSU women's basketball, of course, that is the biggest game of the season. It'll definitely be the biggest game we play until the NCAA tournament. No one cares about the SEC tournament. So th- this is the game of the season, right? You, you, you got Kim Mulkey. Um, you got Don Staley. They're the two biggest stars in the sport. Um, it, w- w- we'll see what happens Thursday. So we're going to go live really early tomorrow. So that's another reason why I wanted to go live uh, at this at this point. Now, uh, you know, Esteban, that could be some of it. You know, if you're a head coach and there's rumors out there about you going somewhere else, it really doesn't hurt you at all. 
It really doesn't. The only time it hurts you is if the rumors are constant, right? And I think from a Michigan side of it, they were a piece of them, at least a piece of them, are happy that Jim Harbaugh's gone because there was just always these rumors. It was each and every single season. The rumor kept popping up Jim Harbaugh uh, going to the NFL. And then you have all these scandals. They probably want to start fresh with somebody who's already in the building. So we'll see. I, I just think Sharon Moore is going to be the guy. I really, really, really do. Um, yeah, I won't, I won't comment on anyone else uh, in the LSU media. He could be right. Uh, once again, he never report. I don't think he ever reported that. But I think he did share the sentiment that that was a potential um, possibility. Now. The next thing I want to get into tonight, which is a, a pretty big story, if you ask me, LSU did lose one of their key, and I mean key staffers. This was a guy who football scoop themselves named the uh, staffer of the year, the player personnel director of the year. His name is Will Redman. Okay, Will Redman. Uh, is one of the many people that do player personnel. He has gone to Auburn. Okay, so once again, a crazy offseason from Auburn continues. They lost a lot of their key assistants, at least their three most famous uh, key assistants. They're gone, and now they, they're they poaching other schools for replacements, and Will Redman is definitely going to be a part of it. Now, how big of a loss is Will Redman? I mean— Anytime you lose a staffer of that magnitude, it is interesting. But, you know, LSU staff is huge. They, they are huge. From uh, John Rendell Belton to, uh, obviously, Sherman Wilson, and then, of course, Bobby Barham. There's so many people that are a part of the operations under Brian Kelly's tutelage. I do believe— uh, <laughs> I, I, I really do believe this, okay? I think LSU will be fine, okay? Now, there is a name that's been floating around, and I do feel this has a high likelihood of happening. It is uh, a guy you're familiar with, Austin Thomas, all right? So he has been with LSU multiple times. He has once been a general manager of LSU football. He is with Ole Miss right now. And a lot of people think Austin Thomas being rumored to come back to LSU is a byproduct of Lane Kiffin tweeting consistently. And I mean consistently about uh, the situation of, of LSU football and how they beat us down last season. I, I, I just want to be straight up with you, okay? I love what Lane Kiffin's doing. I like the fact that he is trolling us. Uh, he can keep doing it, but nothing will change the fact that Ole Miss will never be the program that LSU football is. Never. Now, they could be this season. They definitely have one of the most talented rosters in college football. It's a top five roster, if you ask me, and they do return their quarterback. Uh, they they do return their best receiver. They, they've got a lot of good pieces. I'm not losing any sleep over them, though. We play them in a good spot during the season. We'll be coming off a bye. They won't be. So I like where we are, and I think we're going to beat them next season. Okay. Um, but the truth is, Austin Thomas to LSU 
could happen. Okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say yes or no to that. As confidently as I'll say, Brian Kelly will remain the head coach at LSU, and I don't mind Egg being on my face for that. Okay, um, we'll 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 see we'll see what happens. We'll we'll see what happens. Um, you know, for me, I I keep going back to this, and we talked about this on on AYS earlier this week. I'll bring that conversation to now. One of our big viewers, big contributors, Kevin, called me earlier today. Uh, wanted me to chat. Uh, wanted to chat to me about this. Um, he even suggested that I should get into this industry. I don't know if I, I'm talented enough, but I would love to be a part of a roster management team, even if it's not LSU. Of course, I would prefer to be with LSU. I would take a lower position at LSU compared to a bigger position somewhere else. Um, I would love to work in the college football industry, in particular with this. Um, you know. I say all that to share that you really got to be hungry to work in this industry right now. You really, really, really do. There is a churn unlike any other. And Redmond is one of many LSU staffers that have moved on. Jeremiah Bogan um, is another recruiting staffer who has taken over the player personnel department at UConn. So this is a tough business, okay, you're working 14-hour days, and uh, it's it's not easy, okay? Got two Super Chats back-to-back. Danny Girl, thank you so much. Close your eyes and picture 2021 games with all the ineligible players, academics, and all the lack of control over that team. The person in charge was Austin. No thank you. People soon forget. So is that more on him or is that more on Orgeron? I don't know. I honestly do not know. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I I am not totally sold on the Thomas rumors. Okay. Earlier today, I felt fine about them. I, I would give it about, I don't know, a 60% chance of it happening. There's so much smoke there. But I could also see it not happening because this guy's bounced around so freaking much. Uh, there's very few who have bounced around more behind the scenes than him. Uh, obviously, um, I think he's been at Texas A&M, Baylor, Ole Miss, all in the last five years. Uh, it's it's crazy. But I'm open to him returning as well because he is the reason why Jacob Phillips ended up being at LSU. I think it was Jacob Phillips and Jacoby Stevens because of his expertise in the Tennessee region. So I know people are split on him, but – I would put it 60% chance that it's happening. Um, but look, I could be totally wrong. I could have bad info. Okay. Let's go to Max. Brian Kelly is a great coach, no doubt. But with the staff he's built and the current commitments for 2025 and 2026, if he leaves, peaced out, oh, want a chip here after all. Huh? 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 Okay. Let, and, and this is an interesting super chat for Max. All right. What if Brian Kelly were to leave LSU? Okay. What if he were to pack his bags and take his family up to Michigan? We're LSU, baby. The brain is the brand. All right. The brain is bigger than any one coach. That's why it's going to be very interesting to see Kalen DeBoer at, at Alabama. Was it the Bama brand or was it Nick Saban? 
We'll see what happens. But the one thing LSU can objectively say that few other college football programs can say is LSU is always been more the brand than the coach, right? A lot of it has started with Nick Saban. LSU won two other national championships with guys um, who have combined one head coaching job after they left LSU, obviously less miles at Kansas where he was bad. Um, you know, LSU is, 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 is going to be LSU no matter who the head coach is. Right. But the reason why I want Brian Kelly to stay is because he's done a phenomenal job these last couple of seasons, right? No one had LSU winning the SEC West in year one. And then of course, in year two, um, we filled it the greatest offense uh, maybe college football has ever seen. I mean, it's crazy. The only other offense that really compares is 2019 LSU, 2020 Alabama, and a few others. So, I mean, it's it's crazy to think that LSU would be fine after a Hall of Fame coach like Brian Kelly would, would leave, but I, I do believe that they would be fine. And their list of candidates, even this late in the cycle, would be very, very, very good okay very good so i'm open um uh well i'm not open i don't want it to happen but i also won't totally unfreaking believably melt now the same way that alabama fans have melted down after nick saban left and rightfully so okay uh let's see Here's Cliff. It's not that Coach Brian Kelly is interested. It's that if Michigan offers, there is interest. Okay. Then then that kind of contradict itself, right? Like, how can you not be interested, but then someone, if they were to offer, you would be interested, right? That seems it seems like you're always just kind of interested, right? And look. I'm perfectly fine with people being interested like myself in doing anything. If some lifestyle YouTube channel said, Hey Carter, we want you to do a show every day where you talk about philosophy. I like philosophy. I'll talk to, I'll talk about philosophy for an hour. I guess if they offered it to me, I would be interested. It's not something that I'm not interested in per se, but I guess that just gets down into semantics. I just don't think that he he's going there. I, I just don't think so. All right. Jared says it was saving. I agree. We could finally have Jimbo at LSU. Oh, man. Jimbo's got it good, man. It's a ploy for BK to get more money. These agents are always playing a leverage game. Okay. I didn't read it right. Bottom line, Sharon Moore will be the next head coach of Michigan. I, I, I just, I just don't, I just don't think. Michigan is bold enough to to do that. I just don't think so. I really, really, really don't think so. Okay. Now, we got to keep giving out these Jaden Daniels prints. 
We got a few more here. $50 Super Chat. I'll send you this Jaden Daniels Heisman Trophy print right here. Jaden holding the glorious Heisman. And if we get to 100 in Super Chats, we'll give out an autographed LSU card. I was going to give out a Craig Seltz. I sent it to a viewer today. I randomly, if I'm just sitting around, I get bored. I'm like, well, let me send some of my stuff to a PHLer. Um, Let's do this one. Let me turn get this one out. Okay. This is what I want to come out. There we go. All right. If we get to a hundo in Super Chats, this is one of my favorite cards because it is a silver prism of Nicholas Brissett. We'll give this out. If we get to a hundo in Super Chats tonight, Nicholas Brissett is going to be one of the many LSU Tigers that's going to have to step up as we have lost multiple staffers, okay? But I would eat a ball of hair if Sharon Moore is not the coach at Michigan next season. That makes absolutely no sense, but there you go. All right. That's true, James, and I love the photo. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Uh, the issue with that, though, is you can't always take coaches for their word, as LSU fans famously know. I just it, – it, none of it has made sense. None of it has made sense. Okay? Now, it's just you're, – you're, because of the coaching industry, you're never really certain until the next job gets filled, right? Um, there you go. Less miles to Michigan. Huh? 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 So there you go. Now, next thing. We said to Mick. We said to Tony the Tiger. Tony the Tiger said I missed a live stream. I think, Tony, you've done 50 in a row at least. Okay. Um. I am really freaking excited about spring football. I know the spring football dates have not been released just yet, but this spring football season will be the most fascinating spring football season we have had in a very long time. You know, last year really wasn't all that interesting. Like I, I still do my spring football videos, but we had a good idea of what the team was going to look like. All right. We knew who the top receivers were. Okay. Um, we also knew what the offensive line looked like, which we will know going into next season. Our offensive line is pretty set outside of center. Um, but running back is wide open. Wide receiver is wide open. The new offensive coordinator is there. What What is Cortez Hankton uh, going to do with this offense along with Coach Sloan. And then defensively, it is Tabula Rasa. Okay. It is going to be in freaking sane. How much change there is next year on this coaching staff. So that excites me. 
it then lends itself to this next point. Don't forget, February 17th. February 17th. You could be hanging out with four LSU starters at the next PHL meetup. It's in Shreveport. Or actually, Bozier. Bozier City Civic Center. It's free for you attend, to attend. Okay? I'll be there all day. So it's easy to get there if you know I'm going to be there all freaking day. So we'll see you there. Okay? Gabriel Relford, Tylen Singleton will be there. Ahmad Bro. Xavier Debo Atkins. Therefore, defensive true freshman. Hopefully, we get to interview all of them. And what am I going to say to each and every one of them? I'm going to look at them straight in the face and say, you've got a chance to play. Okay? You've got a chance to play. And the last PHO get-together, J.J. was there. He made the long drive to Shreveport, to Bossier. Okay? So, there you go. Now, I've touched on pretty much everything that I want to get to. I always have more topics uh, that I want to discuss. But guess what? That's open to you. So if I would not answer your question yet, we'll happily do it. Uh, let's go to Cliff. Yeah, we've touched on the Will Redmond, Austin Thomas stuff. Um, You know, I, I just think with the staffing business, like personnel business, personnel departments are going to grow. Okay. Um. You know, one thing I'm doing on the SEC channel, and I, I actually looked a good bit of this up today, all right? I went through and looked to see who's had the best transfer portal classes since 2021, which was the first year you could really transfer from school to school without any uh, any effect on your status, now, I say it's the first real year. That was when the rule was set in place. There have been other years where kids can go from school to school. Justin Fields had, you know, the situation. I don't remember what the incident was exactly, but he was able to leave Georgia and go straight to Ohio State and be immediately eligible. Um, now, there is no reason. You could just go from school to school. So 2021 until now – I went through and I looked at which portal classes have been the best in the SEC. And LSU was up there. I, I felt as if LSU is at the very least in the top five uh, when it comes to instant transfer portal status. Jaden Daniels is a little bit different if you want to include him into that because I think he was a graduate transfer, but he was still, you know, everything's a portal now. So, you know, if you throw Jaden Daniels in there, LSU might be number one. Okay. Uh, Ole Miss was up there. There was a lot of different schools up there. I think for me, the actual recruiting aspect of recruiting won't matter until the NIL guardrails, whatever those might be, will be set in place. Okay, and what do I mean by that? Well, you know, right now, to close a recruiting deal, 
you've got to be the highest bidder. Okay. And it's not just at the relationship, the coach, the situation. That's honestly it. So like closing and recruiting probably isn't as important as it once was and developing and scouting and picking out the right players is more important. Okay. You know, I earlier, you know, I was talking about um, working in a recruiting staff. Uh, the one thing I would do as if, if for some reason a college were to hire me, all right, I think in recruiting it's more important to stay away from the players that have bust profiles, that have red flags. And what I mean by that is don't go recruit someone that – even if he has a five-star grade or a four-star grade or whatever, you got to be smart with your money. I understand it's an uncapped amount of money you can get to any kid. There's no salary cap or whatever. But in theory, there is a finite amount of money, right? The amount of money you want to give one kid could go to another kid, okay? So, you know, I I think you've got to be really smart with that. And I think Brian Kelly is trying to figure out what is the best way of doing this. Okay. You know, he can't just put on a whiteboard, hey, we got a million dollars to work with. Go um Austin Thomas or Sherman Wilson. Go 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 find the best way to divvy it up and find me the best players. Can you get me four guys for 250k a piece, or can you get me two for five hundred K? Um, that's not how that works, by the way, but I could see that down the road. And that's how things are, right? Um, and that's why I think having a bigger personnel department is going to be very key. I also think the objective evaluation of players is going to be very key. You know, one thing that I've given LSU credit for over the years, and it's um, it's it's been very, very, very interesting, okay? It's when LSU has moved off a kid, that kid has oftentimes not turned out to do anything. Okay. And it's shocking how many times that they have been right about that. Whether it's a kid decommitting or a kid that they just process per se, so many of them do not work out. Now, some of them do. Okay. But I'm like, God, they were right about that. So moving forward, that's going to be even more important because if you got to pay them, then, you know, that money could be going to somebody else that that could, you know, be a difference maker, if, if whether that's a high school kid or a transfer portal kid. We side to Dante. Side to Brandon, I agree. Okay. Nicole's birthday will be in Marksville. Esteban's been in here for a while. Good to see you. Kayla, it's Caleb's job to lose. He is the RB1. By the way, I think Esteban was the one of the first ever people to buy PHL bands. If you don't have your PHL bands, please hit me up. Okay. I've given him to NFL players, MLB draft picks. Uh you got to get them. Why wouldn't you want to be like Paul Skeens? Get your PHL bands today. 
Power Hour LSU. Hit me up on Twitter or Instagram. I'll send you some. For a little bit, it's not much. Okay. It worries me that all these co-coordinators will have two big coaches on the defensive line, two offensive coordinators, two defensive back coaches, etc. These egos are going to come into play. Yeah, that, that could always happen. The only one you should worry about, though, is the co-coordinators because they are the play callers, right? With these other positions, they're coaching different segments of the position, right? It's not like those two just had the defensive line, right? Um so there you go. Well, James, hit me up, man. We'll get you all get you all set up. They do snap. Okay. My dogs have snapped quite a bit of them. All right. LA Mom's going to the spring game again this year. Well, let's get this date set up. And uh once you get a date, we'll we'll go. Uh last year, the spring game fell on a PHO get together. Uh, in Shreveport. Okay, so there's nothing we can really do about that, but it is what it is. <laughs> and that ended up being uh, one of our best ones. Yeah, this is, I wouldn't worry about the coordinator thing. Okay, I'll tell you this. It's a lot easier to work with others if you're getting paid what they are getting paid. Okay. Um, once again, I, I'll, I'll say this once. I've been told this plenty of times over. All right. This is not LSU fan me saying this. Okay. People want to be an assistant coach at LSU. That's just the bottom line. It's, easier to be an assistant coach at LSU than it is most places. Now, why is that the case? Well, you don't have to, you don't have to jump five planes to get to every kid in the country. You have a smaller area that you have to recruit. You could be a little bit more selective because you are LSU. Okay. It's an elite job that you can actually win championship rings. Okay. So, you know, I, 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 I think I think we're doing fine with the with the assistant coaches because they want to be here. Okay, if you want to be somewhere, you are going to make it work. Okay, you're going to make it work. Now, next thing. Uh, how about Doc Rivers coming back to the Milwaukee Bucks? That's pretty big. I do want to get into the um, the LSU storyline. Um, obviously, LSU men's basketball playing right now. Uh, not watching that. Uh, I wanted to start at a normal time. Obviously, I've been cheering for them, watching them. But the LSU women's basketball game is going to be crazy tomorrow. All right, it's the biggest game of the season. I I think for me... And and I really do think so when I look at this from this Kim Mulkey, Don Staley angle. I know I've said this plenty of times. I don't want them to be friends. I think it's great for the sport that we have this 
Larry Bird, Magic Johnson dynamic with two Hall of Famers, you know, going at it. Um, you know, I, I think the game could get clunky, though, right? They 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 both love to play in the post, all right? I do think we're going to win, though. I do think we're going to win. I don't know a whole lot about South Carolina's team, though. I've not really watched them. Um, but I know Don's got a great team, and I'm really freaking excited to see her. I like Don Staley. Um, there you go. Now, it is official. Slade Nagel is joining the staff at LSU. Okay. So, there you go. He is officially the coach. It just was announced on the LSU Twitter account. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. I just don't see why you'd want to go to a school that's probably going to get with sanctions. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just don't know. Like, it's, it's, it just doesn't make sense to me. This, okay, like it's hard to win at Michigan. I, I, obviously, Michigan is a top ten job, but it's not a job that I consider to be as good as Ohio State's job. Um. That's not really an easy place to go win. It's not. Like, it, you you really have to get after it if you are going to win there. All right? There's got to be something special about you. Now, obviously, Jim Harbaugh is a very special coach. But, you know, I I don't think that's as easy of a job as LSU is, even – with the SEC getting better, hell, the, the Big Ten's getting better. The Big Ten's going to be very good um, with the schools that they have coming in. So, yeah, I'm. it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, okay? Now, I do want to include one little official note here with Slade Nagel. All right. He will be the special teams coach. Okay. So this was something I was wondering, and I felt this was the direction that they were going because he does have a, a relatively extensive um, special teams background, but it's very interesting because last year, of course, John Jancic was the special teams coordinator along with Bob Diaco. It's getting switched up on again. Okay. So Nagel will also be the special team coordinator. All right. I thought this was where they were going with this, but it is official that John Jancic is out of an on-field role. Uh, I don't know for sure if he's going to be an analyst. I don't know what's going to happen to Bobby Diaco, but both of them are no longer on-field coaches. Okay? They're not. Okay. Let's see. Uh 
I kind of want to make a phone call on air. Huh? Huh? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll stay focused here. Now, he is a tight ends coach as well. Okay, so this is what I wanted to call him to, to, to check on, just to quadruple confirm. But, I mean, it's honestly something that just makes common sense. All right. LSU will not have a – certified direct special teams coordinator. All right. Now, I know a lot of you have strong opinions about that. You would prefer the special teams coordinator to just be the special teams coordinator. Okay. And I get that. There is a piece of me that would like that as well. But I do think the collaborative approach worked for LSU last year, and I think it'll be a collaborative approach next year as well. Um, I, I I think rolling with Nagel as the special teams coordinator is going to be fine. I really do think so. You'll have a re- you'll have an experienced special teams unit as well. Your deep snapper will be back. Um, your you do have to get a new punter. Whoever that will be, we'll see. Uh, you do have some kicking competition coming in with Aaron Burrell. Will he be competing for the field goal role? Will he just be competing for the kickoff role? Will he be potentially a punter? I think he's just going to kick, but you never know. Uh, if you got a big leg, you got a big leg. So we'll see what happens. Now. Let's see. Side to Tyler, what's up? What would I grade the special teams unit last season? I would give them a B plus. I think special teams wise, they were very good. But I I think the the difference is there wasn't really much use for them uh this past season. Okay. Um, I think B plus is, is is somewhat generous. I think B would probably be a little bit more fair if you're grading the entire special teams unit. But I know you've heard me say this before, and I'll say it again. LSU had the most interesting special teams year in Brian Kelly's first year. But when you really think about it, year two becomes even more interesting considering how little special teams affected our games. Uh, because we played in so many touchdown games where we had the worst touchdown percentage in the SEC defensively, and we had one of the best touchdown percentages in all of college football offensively. So there wasn't a whole lot of field goals. There wasn't a whole lot of punts. Um, Dybert overall was a really good kickoff specialist, kicking it out of the back of the end zone. So I, I – I, I think LSU special teams was 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 good. I, I I do think so. All right. Let's see. What's up, Jason? Good to see you. Um, Cole, JSB, Brandon, James. We can get you some more bands. 
Don, Don in Mexico. Dan Pitcher will be the offensive coordinator for the Bengals. I think that's what Joe Burrow wanted. So I think that's part of why they did it. But I also think it made sense because he was been the QB coach with the Bengals and he knows the offense. Charles, what's up? I almost said Merry Christmas to Charles for no reason at all. I see Allen in here as well. He says, say no to Jimbo. And there you go. Now, in the next five to ten minutes, I'm going to answer as many questions as we possibly can. If you super chat, we'll keep it going. And we will be live tomorrow. And you want to do 3.30 or 3? I kind of want to do 3 so I can get a full two-hour live in. Um, and we'll see. Maybe 3 p.m. could be a permanent thing going during the day. I like I like daytime live streams. I've enjoyed them. Okay. Let's see. Mm. On the nose. Jared, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. You get to pick the next topic around ahead. Let's go to Cliff. Will we see more 12 personnel? All right. I hope we do. I, I like 12 personnel. If I was an OC, that would be what I would do. I would not run the Tennessee offense. I think a lot of people would look at the Tennessee offense and be like, and, and think, well, we, we could do that. That offense is not fun. Okay. Now, if that's what you do, it's what you do. Okay. But that offense, of course, is based out of 11. Okay. With the wide splits. I love 12 personnel. The issue is getting enough tight ends to where you can run it. Okay. Now, if you think trade as green is special, special, then Next year, you should run the hell out of 12 personnel, all right? If you really think he is year one special, run a lot of 12 personnel. The issue is he didn't block in high school, really at all. Um, he was mostly just a receiver. So, yeah, you could see some 12 next season. Does Kamarion Pimpton take a step forward as a blocker and overall player? That would give you more reason to run 12. Okay. I would love to. I I would absolutely love to see us run more 12. And if you want to see the benefits of getting into 12 personnel and running it, watch this weekend's games. Okay. You'll see what good tight ends can do for you. All right. I saw Rob Gronkowski uh, tweet this out a little bit earlier today. Mark Andrews might be back for the Ravens this weekend. Ravens have another beast tight end in Isaiah Likely. Andrews and Likely would be a nasty 12-personnel duo. Okay, we saw Georgia do it with Brock Bowers and Washington. Kansas City is the master 
of 12 and 13 personnel. Okay. And they did a really good job versus Buffalo. Their defense was very withered and beaten down. And one of the best things you can do versus a defense like that is run a lot of bunch sets and run a lot of 12 personnel, 13 personnel, and run opposite that. So overload one side of the line of scrimmage and run to the other side because it get, it always is going to give you a numbers advantage and more than likely um, a weight advantage um, because you're you're if the other defense wants to stay in nickel, you could just run to the backside all day and just eat. Um, at least that's how I saw it. I've not really done uh, an extensive film review of, of that game because. Well, uh, the miss at the end cost me some money on Underdog Fantasy. By the way, if you want to sign up, it's simple. UnderdogFantasy.com. If you're not in the state of Louisiana, please go sign up. Please jab in that promo code Carter. If you don't, your boy done getting... (laughs) Fine. So promo code Carter, Underdog Fantasy. Underdogfantasy.com. Okay. LSU football. Uh, okay. All right. That's nothing. Nothing we already didn't know. LD88. Good to see you. Watch the game and listen to me. I'm sorry uh, for going at the same time because we're going to go so much earlier. Yes, please do, Jason. Please do. 3 p.m. Actually, I'm going to come. I'm going to come to your business, your 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 workplace. You you sell mattresses. I'm, I'm going to say, hey, I want to go live from the Tempur-Pedic. And you're going to be like, well, it's going to cost you. Danny England brings up some names here. Sam Petito, David Bowen, Mason Smith. Uh, I, th- I think the Mason Smith you're, you're referencing here once coached at LSU. I know he went elsewhere. But, yeah, pretty much any recruiting staffer at this point uh, is looking to get more money somewhere else. And they are right to think that because – there are jobs open, right? The people are hiring. They they want to build their staffs. They want to get bigger staffs out there. Okay. Now, yeah, we'll, we'll go live at three. We're going live at three p.m. tomorrow. Okay. Cole says it's a win-win tomorrow for both programs. I agree. I, I, neither program obviously is struggling. UConn's a huge favorite. I would guess UConn's probably. I say UConn because I'm thinking of when UConn came to LSU. 
That was a crazy game. Maya Moore versus Sylvia Fowles. Epic. I was at that game. But I, I would guess South Carolina is probably a seven-point favorite. Probably seven. Seven and a half. And I am banning the house on Anissa Morrow. Haley Van Lith. Michaela Williams. Flau J. And the queen himself, himself, herself, Angel Reese. We're taking it. Nine point favorites or whatever the point spread is. We're going to run them out the building. We're going to run them out the building. Okay. Are you not in the mat game anymore? Dang, Jason. I would I would have loved I would have loved loved to come buy a mattress from you, man. Our mattress is actually holding up pretty nice. Here's Jason with a bunch of PHO merch. I love it. He took it to work. He was like, I'm showing off all the stuff I got. I love it. Yeah, I've been sending out a bunch of stuff recently. Sent out one of my biggest um, surprise packages to a pretty diehard PHLer not too long ago. So there you go. Now, we might be done here. But that doesn't mean the party stops. PHL Nation, there are plenty, plenty of ways you can support what we are doing here okay all you got to do is go sign up for the phl patreon tomorrow morning i have a special surprise uh for our patrons okay i normally don't talk about like my old jobs on here like when i get asked about it, my will um but tomorrow i'm going to share with you on patreon okay and by the way patrons exclusively for you. Don't be sharing what I'm going to be sharing in there tomorrow. The one take that I was right about that bothered me the most, that'll be tomorrow. And if you are a super diehard LSU football fan, you definitely want to see that. Think about all the hours of broadcasting. I've been doing media stuff since 2008. And it ha- I hated it. I hated it. Okay, and it has to do with uh, an LSU legend. But that'll be tomorrow on Patreon. I was trying to pull the LSU game up in my ESPN app. What channel are they on? I was gonna, I was gonna watch it with you guys here, but I guess I can't. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Oh, I can. I'm going to go in and skedaddle. All right. It's on SCC Network. How about this? I'll chat in the Discord with you guys. It is power. Our LSU. Boom. 
And tonight, oh, we're doing chicken quesadillas. Let's go. Let's go.